Hey everyone, welcome to The Daily Word. I'm really glad that you've joined me. And for our Daily Word today, we're in the book of the prophet Malachi in chapter 4. I want to share verses 1 to 3 with you, and then let's talk just for a few minutes today about the two furnaces. So if you would, hear the word of the Lord. The Lord of heaven's armies says, The day of judgment is coming, burning like a furnace. On that day, the arrogant and the wicked will be burned up like straw. They will be consumed, roots, branches, and all. But for you who fear my name, the Son of Righteousness will rise with healing in his wings, and you will go free, leaping with joy like calves let out to pasture. On that day when I act, you will tread upon the wicked as if they were dust under your feet, says the Lord of heaven's armies." So here the Lord is describing the day of judgment, the day of the Lord, uh, as a furnace, that the judgment of God is, uh, is uh, a furnace. And we see elsewhere in the scriptures where judgment is described as a cup, a cup of the, the judgment of the wrath of God that must be drunk. Jesus uh, refers directly to this as he asked the Father, as you'll remember in the Garden of Gethsemane, if this cup could pass from me. Jesus is preparing to drink down the cup of the judgment of God. We see also images related to the judgment, uh, related to, uh, to a sorting, right? Uh, where fish are sorted from the net, where sheep and goats are, are sorted. And this image of the furnace, it, it speaks also in a way to, uh, to a sort of a, of a sorting that is in the sense of purifying, that the furnace is used to purify. We see, uh, we see this in Luke chapter 3. We read this beginning in verse 15. We read this not too long ago now. Everyone was expecting the Messiah to come soon, and they were eager to know whether John might be the Messiah. John answered their questions by saying, I baptize you with water, but someone is coming soon who is greater than I am so much greater that I'm not even worthy to be his slave and untie the straps of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. He is ready to separate the chaff from the wheat with his winnowing fork. Then he will clean up the threshing area, gathering the wheat into his barn, but burning the chaff with never-ending fire. John used many such warnings as he announced the good news to the people. So what we see is that those who refuse to repent, those who refuse to turn to the Lord, are like chaff that is separated from the wheat at the time uh, of harvest. Now, the, the furnace of judgment is different, as we see in Malachi also, different for believers or those who have put their faith in God and non-believers, those who are, are committed to pride and, and self-centeredness and who resist and reject God, the judgment is a, is a very different thing between those two, uh, those two groups. This uh, is reflected here in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 12 through 15. So listen here where, where we read about, uh, about the judgment in relation to believers. Anyone who builds on that foundation may use a variety of materials, 
gold, silver, jewels, wood, hay, or straw. But on the judgment day, fire will reveal what kind of work each builder has done. The fire will show if a person's work has any value. If the work survives, that builder will receive a reward. But if the work is burned up, the builder will suffer great loss. The builder will be saved, but like someone barely escaping through a wall of flames. And so for the believer in the time of judgment, our works are judged, but not uh, as to whether we'll be saved or we'll be condemned to eternal separation from God. That's not what the judgment for the believer is about. It's really a judging of our works for reward, that we, we are entrusted by God with gifts and resources and time and energy and so what is it that we are giving our lives to? What is it that we're building? Is it, in fact, gold and silver and so, or is it wood, hay, and straw that will be burnt away? And of course, we want to give our lives to what will last. Now, the reason that the judgment is different for us, as opposed to those who reject the Lord, is that, in fact, Jesus went into the furnace of judgment for us. He took the eternal punishment that we actually deserve. He took our sin, our impurities upon himself. And this, this means so much. And here's where now we're getting to the second furnace. This means so much, uh, obviously, in the day of judgment, but also this means so much in the furnace of this world in that furnace of persecution, of trouble, of suffering, of grief, of temptation, of depression, we are reconciled to God. We have, been, we have been brought into this closest relationship with God by the grace of Jesus Christ, where we know the presence of the Lord in our lives in a way that is inexplicable. The Lord comes and dwells in our hearts by His Spirit by the Holy Spirit. And so there is an intimacy, there is a strength, there is a joy, there is a peace, there is this assurance of our ultimate security in, uh, in Christ and our eternal inheritance in Him. And so we have Jesus Christ in the furnace of this world. I'd, I'd refer you back to the book of the prophet Daniel. And, and this is a striking image, and I think it, it as we think about the second furnace, the furnace of the world, uh, it, it gives us this, this incredible image of how Jesus, in fact, is with us. But suddenly Nebuchadnezzar jumped up in amazement and exclaimed to his advisors, didn't we tie up three men and throw them into the furnace? Yes, your majesty, we certainly did, they replied. Look, Nebuchadnezzar shouted, I see four men, unbound, walking around in the fire, unharmed. And the fourth looks like a god. Now, of course, we know now that Jesus, the, the pre-incarnate Christ, was that fourth man in the fire. And in fact, He is the fourth man in the fire for us. He is with us in this life, in this world, in the midst of our troubles, and we are not consumed. These, these, these three guys were in, the, in the, the fire, but they were not harmed. And what we understand 
is that no matter what happens to us in this life, there is nothing in this life that can kill our soul. The Lord has declared that we are safe and safe forever in Him. And thanks be to God that Jesus went through that furnace of judgment so that we don't have to go there in terms of our eternal security, our eternal salvation, our relationship with God, that we go in terms of judgment on our works for the purpose of reward, and that we know even in the furnace of this life, the Lord is with us, and He has declared that we are safe forever in Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen. And friends, until we have a chance to speak again, I pray that God would bless you and that He would keep you.